as I always say, what goes around comes around. And I've been calling this for months. I've said for a long time, when it comes to politics, I can smell bullshit a mile away. Welcome to this special edition of the Mirror Army Podcast, this Monday edition. I know, you're probably thinking, what the hell is he doing recording a podcast on a Monday? He's normally on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Well, after the events of the weekend, I just thought, you know, something was sitting here last night, or yesterday afternoon, sorry, thinking, I'm going to record an extra podcast because i got some stuff to talk about. There's been a lot going on uh, in the world of politics, and also in more as well, and I thought, you know something, I need to get this out now because... I'll still record a podcast tomorrow, as always, but I just thought, you know something, I need to get a podcast out and talk, because people have been asking me questions over the last 48 to 72 hours about what's been going on in this crazy-ass world we live in. But I'm here, Monday morning, bright and early, early, early Monday morning, recording this podcast, actually, at 6.30 in the morning. I know, because i got a lot of work to do in my house today, so... I just thought I'd get up this morning, get an early night last night, get a cup of coffee, get a bit of breakfast and and record this podcast, get it out and then get on with my day. So anyway, yes guys, good morning, welcome back to another episode of the Moor Army Podcast. If you haven't listened to last week's episodes, go and check them out. They are available on there, um, on the usual sources, all our platforms, our podcasts are available on, which is TuneIn, Apple, you know, TuneIn Radio, YouTube channel, etc. You want to go back and check out all those episodes from last week and more. So I think this is episode 41 of the Unleashed version of the podcast. I think we're well into the 50s, 60s episodes over so far recorded on this program because, as you all probably know, a few months ago I was doing two different types of podcasts, Unleashed and Family Friendly, but a lot of you prefer the Unleashed because you can obviously hear me being more myself and take no bullshit from anybody, which I enjoy. So anyway... What have we got for you today? But before, I've got loads to talk about today. So before we go any further, sorry guys, must do the housekeepers always do. If you're new to the Marami podcast, as always, you can contact us by the following methods. You can contact us by the old email, which I enjoy reading over the weekend. I've had so many emails from you over the weekend, it's been incredible. Podcast at yahoo.com. Also, you want to contact me on social media. Facebook, Army YouTube channel. Go and drop a like on that page there. Watch all our YouTube videos. Check out all the podcasts. Anything else goes on in the Murr family, you can check it out there. Instagram, which my Instagram has been flooding with messages over the last couple of days for all you people who are interested in politics. Uh, official Matthew Moore on Instagram. And also the website, murrarmy.co.uk for all your history of videos and everything else goes on there. Merchandise, you give it, it's there. murrarmy.co.uk Sorry, my coffee's starting to repeat on me here this morning. But anyway... What has been going on since last Thursday? My God. We've had old Bumble and Boris resign. Mr. <laughs> Green Zone, Amber Zone, stay at home, don't go home. Mr. He's gone. And of last night, we had Jeanette McCranky, as I call her, Nicholas Sturgeoner, arrested. 
I have been sitting on this podcast for I don't know how long. I have been saying on YouTube. I have been saying in my own life off camera. I've been saying to people in the street, people who I meet, my family. I have been saying this to everybody. What goes around comes around. And all these fucking morons, the Boris Johnsons, the Chris Whitties of the world... The fucking Matt Hancocks, the Nicholas Sturgeon, or I call her Jeanette McCranky. Um, all those morons that we saw on our TV screens before COVID, during COVID, locking us up like animals, treating us like shit, walking all over us, is all coming back to bite them in the ass. And as, as of late last night, Miss McCranky was arrested. Now she's been released, but she's under investigation. More on that shortly. Got that to talk about today on the podcast too. Also, <laughs> this is a touchy subject for me. Manchester City won the Champions League on Saturday night. We'll talk about that. Um, also, some sad news, guys. Here in Northern Ireland, about a young lady um, who was in the found uh, remains of a, uh, the suspect of a girl who's been murdered in Balamina. Two arrests have happened because of that. I talked about this on Thursday's podcast in relation to schools. Now, apparently, schools in Northern Ireland are telling pupils being gay and uh, anyway, that old shit before being gay is wrong. Also, got loads of emails I'm going to answer here on the podcast today as well. This could be a shorter podcast, I don't know, but this is a special edition for you guys because I've had a lot of messages from you, so I just thought, you know something? Screw it, let's get stuck into it. Right, where should we start? <laughs> Nicola Sturgeoner has been arrested. Yes, well, she was arrested. She's been released now. Jeanette McCranky, the little Scottish woman who a lot of majority of people who listen to this podcast, who I know are Scottish as well, generally hate the guts of this little woman who is a complete fucking moron. This woman has been arrested on suspicion of not spending finances correctly during her term as First Minister of Scotland. The SNP, also her husband was arrested, as you know, a few months ago. She stepped down as First Minister in March, which a lot of majority of Scotland people were over the fucking moon. And I did call this for a long time, you know, whenever even during the COVID lockdowns where like, we weren't allowed to have anybody in our home, but she was getting all these expensive decorators into her home and all this here was all being paid for. Same as old bumbling bars whenever he had 10 down the street. Done, and there was a lot of controversy about that and all that there. But the bottom line is... She's better. She was arrested. She hasn't been charged yet. As I say, yet. But she's under investigation. Over £600,000 of money being spent and under investigation. Now, it's being called here this morning that the SM people are calling for her to resign from the SMP and step away. I was looking on social media there last night and a majority of people are wanting that wee witch. Being nice, by the way. Not trying to swear. Okay, bitch. <laughs> they want her out. They want rid of her. She's, she should be gone. I've never personally liked the look of her. Even I felt so sorry for the people of Scotland during COVID, the way she treated people. You know, the way she locked people up like fucking animals. And, you know, it was the same as Bumbling Bars as well down, down in fucking England when he was getting them sage boys in his fucking ear, the likes of Chris Whitty and all them bloody clowns in his ear. But yes, she was arrested yesterday. And she has been released as of today. I mean, things could change today. I don't know. We're back tomorrow on another podcast tomorrow. So tomorrow, things could change tomorrow. But she has been arrested. 
So she has, and I've got some information on why it says here on this report I was reading this morning here. It was entitled, Why was Nicholas Sturgeoner arrested and what will happen next? Okay, here we go. Nicholas Sturgeoner has been arrested without charge, pending further investigation after being arrested by police investigating the SNP's finances. It was the latest remark twist in Police Scotland's operation as a Blanche form inquiry, it's called. The former minister was taken into custody and questioned by detectives at a police station after she attended voluntarily shortly. Oh, she attended voluntarily now. The court changed that story. Um, yesterday, Sunday, uh, they had up to 12 hours from the time Miss Sturgeon was arrested. Um, whether to charge her on a crime released, released her. At the end, she was released at 25 past 5. But further investigation may take place. She's under investigations over £600,000 in donations that was donated to the SNP by activists. The money was raised after party sought to raise um, the referendum campaign. The time she was trying to get Scotland basically on their own. Which, that's an thing too as well, guys. I have a lot of Scottish friends and a lot of Scottish listeners. And the many emails I received that time last year when we started started doing this podcast. And even people who email me before I even started doing this podcast were saying to me, you know, independent Scotland, it's going to kill the country we don't want it, you know I even heard rumours going around a couple of years ago that apparently she wanted to build some type of wall like a border wall from Scotland and England, this woman's fucking a lunatic I would not be surprised in one way, shape or form that she actually was up to something that she should have been that we're all up to it during Covid, we all know that for a fact they were all up to something. Party gate and locking us up like dogs while they were in fucking 10 down the street partying and having drinks and oh, they were having meetings apparently and cheese boards and all that. Ah, what a little shite. Jesus Christ, one of the guys was caught coming into the fucking uh, 10 down the street with a suitcase full of booze that he went and got from the local co op. Don't believe me, go and search it up. Anyway, Nicola Sturgeon has been arrested. Well, she was arrested, sorry, and she's been released. So we'll keep an eye on it, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens to her. As I said to you earlier this morning here, before I started recording the podcast this morning, I flicked on the news to see if there was any more news on it this morning. Of course I didn't put on the BBC, of course, because I don't put those fucking morons on. Um, some more news, news sources are saying that now that people are asking for her resignation, and rightly so, because people don't like her. I personally don't like her. I think she was just a wee rat. She just looked like a wee evil woman who just was just loved the power and loved being in control. I mean, as I said, I felt so sorry for those people during COVID. Felt so sorry for the Scottish people. But again, she is now no longer First Minister. Thank God a lot of you people say. So we'll keep an eye on that story over the next few days. And speaking of resignations, Mr. Bumbling Boris is gone as well. He resigned at the weekend. Bumbling Boris, Mr. Yeah. The man who, okay, people are saying that Brexit's a good thing. I think Brexit's a little shite. He got Brexit done in 2020. I think, personally, businesses are struggling because of Brexit. Northern Ireland was thrown under the bus because of Brexit, in my opinion. Uh, at the end of the day, Bumbling Boris is, in my opinion, a womanizer because he loves the women. For what I... Now, I don't know why this is true or not, so don't quote me on this. Apparently, he's got more children than I don't know how many knocking about. God knows how many kids he has. Apparently, he's got a, quite a few knocking around. He doesn't obviously 
take part of their life or whatever for what I've been told and what I've read and whether it's true or not, I don't know. This is a man who stood in front of our TV screens who couldn't answer a straight question if you asked him one. This is the man who didn't even know what day it was half the time. The man who has the most ridiculous looking fucking hair in the world. I don't know what, how the hell he ever got the money to get a woman to marry him or even sleep with him because of his fucking way he is. And generally, he's just a moron. The man who stood in front of our TV screens during COVID and didn't even know what day it was half the time and didn't know what zone to put us in or didn't know, like, for example, the travel, like, oh, they'll put you into the green zone and the, 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 the amber zone and the, oh, the, the, over there, no, you can't go there. Stay at home. Don't stay at home. Uh, go, 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 go. This is the guy who's a complete fucking tool in my eyes. And at the end of the day, Recently, in the last week or so, he was asked to hand in all his WhatsApp messages during all the the COVID stuff. And then at the weekend, coincidentally, he decided to step down. So Bumbling Boris is now gone. What next for Boris Johnson? I I heard I was reading yesterday when I decided to do this podcast today that apparently there's a rumour flying around that him and a few other politicians could be possibly starting up something between themselves. I don't know. But at the end of the day, this is a controversial guy who was the mayor of London at one point. I remember seeing a video of him one time when he was mayor of London during the uh, Olympic Games in London where he was saying, uh, this video is available online, by the way, guys, you need to go and watch it. It's actually fucking hilarious. How he ever became prime minister is beyond me. But he stood outside the, the, the stadium, the Olympic Stadium, which is now home of West Ham United Football Club. Still congratulations to them in the, the conference league last week, by the way. Um... He stood there and he went, for, for, for good luck for, for the Olympics, for the Great Britain team, we need to rub rhubarb against the, the stadium for good luck and uh, rhubarb, yeah. And I'm looking at that and going, man, what the fuck are you sniffing? What are you drinking or what are you taking? Rhubarb, really? You know, people love them because of his flamboyant character and stuff like that. And then when he became prime minister, it was kind of like, yeah, well, this is going to be a nightmare. Then whenever COVID came around, he stood in front of the TV and he was listening to all those fucking morons like Chris Whitty and all them ones. You no, know, Mr. Nick Slide, please. Nick Slide, please. You no, know, all them morons. And it's all caught up on him and now he's gone. You know, while we were all standing home, he was out stooping Carrie, his wife, and making babies. And, oh, we're only sitting in the garden having a meeting. We weren't having a party. Aye, dead on. Boris kissed my ass. Guys, I've been saying this for a long time. These politicians, what goes around comes around. Matt Hancock was an orphan. We talked about that months ago as well. I knew from that time he was standing there feeding a lot of crap to us during COVID. I remember turning around to my girlfriend at the time, Sandra, and I said, there's something wrong with him. He's a, he's a rat. I don't like him. And why he was doing that, he was cheating on his wife behind the scenes, you know, and he was fucking lying to us. And the time when the first vaccine was done, he was sitting on Good Morning TV crying like a wee bitch. He was like, oh. Ah, wise up. Guys, I've been saying this for the last three or four years. These these morons that tried to control us and run our life are all being ratted out one by one. They're being picked out one by one, day by day. I've been saying it for a long time. What goes around comes around. You know, even even it's just all the crap that they've put us through as, as human beings over the last three to four years, you know, about Brexit and control and then obviously the whole COVID shite and all the lies that has come out and all the crap, they've all been exposed now. And I've been saying it to it for a long time. I've seen them speaking to my mum yesterday. I says, do you see Bumbling Boris is gone? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you see Nicola Sturgeon's been arrested? I mean, it's all going on. 
I've been saying it for a long, long time. And, you know, he said on YouTube in a video and the, the, like this time a year or two ago and you were a conspiracy theorist and you were this person who you weren't allowed to speak out and cancel this. And, and you know, do something, see this morning when I'm recording this podcast, there, there's probably somebody out there listening to this right now and they're thinking, oh, no, he's a conspiracy theorist. I got to get him cancelled. Oh, no, no, no. Well, go away on your lefty fucking woke dope parade and the way you go and take yourself off and the way you go. At the end of the day... Well, if you do something bad in this world or you lie to people, it always comes back to bite you on the ass. I've learned that myself in life as well. And people have done bad on me. My grandmother always used to say to me, God rest her soul, my, my mum's mum, what goes around comes around. Long runs a fox. You always get them in the long grass. And I tell you what, things that people have done bad to me over the years have always been paid back. It's just, my, my grandmother always used to say to me, no matter what walk of life you come from, no matter where you do in life, if you're bad to people, you lie to people, you treat people like crap, something always comes back to bite you on the ass. So, and I'm not a big believer in religion a lot there, and I respect people's religion and beliefs a lot there. She says, always said to me as well, God always has a plan, and God always pays back the people who are bad to others. And this is what's happening. I've sat here with these politicians you know, Hancock, Sturdner, Boris, all those morons you've seen, like, and even that our fucking clown at the minute, Rishi Sunak, he's another one too, a guy who's a millionaire, whose wife's a billionaire, you know, and he's running around and all, he's another one, I don't trust him, I actually don't trust either one of them, because the way they lie to you now, and with the power of the internet as well, there's so many ways that there you can expose people now, and catch them out, and you know, it's unbelievable. But yes, we'll keep an eye on the stories in relation to old Mr. <laughs> Boris. That's why we call our donkey on Jackass of the Week on Thursday, Boris, because it's like him. He's a fucking jackass. <laughs> and the Sturgeon story, we'll keep an eye on it um, because obviously there's going to be more developments probably over the next couple of days. No doubt there probably will be. But we'll keep an eye on it. We're back tomorrow anyway, so something might happen today. But we're back tomorrow morning anyway, so for another podcast, something might change tomorrow. Something might change on Thursday. We don't know. Just have to wait and see. But anyway, moving on. Uh, unfortunately, some bad news coming out of Northern Ireland. Um, late, was it this morning? I think it was our last night, sorry. Uh, which is really, really sad news. There was a young girl who went missing in Ballymena. Um, a girl called Chloe Mitchell, who was 26, er, 21-year-old, sorry, and uh, they announced yesterday that the body remains have been found. Now, I don't know, uh, for what I can read here this morning, apparently it is her body. And there has been a man, aged 26, arrest, arrested, sorry, with her murder. Um, 26-year-old man's been charged with murder, while a 34-year-old man has been charged with assisting as well. Um, they both appear on, in Balamina Magistrates Court today, which is Monday, the day this broadcast being recorded. Um, she was last, the wee girl, uh, Chloe, was last seen in County Antrim Town on the night of 2nd of June and the early hours of the 3rd of June. So it says a huge search operation was launched to attempt to find the CCTV footage show of her walking in the direction of James Street before she went missing. So it's in court this morning. So it's a bit unfortunate, guys, when you see, you see a lot of young ones going missing these days, which is it's bloody heartbreaking to see. You know, you do see a lot of young ones going missing. And it actually, it's it's scary now, the world that we live in. Like, look at that uh, thing the other day, which I was, I actually forgot to talk, I didn't even talk about that in Thursday's podcast, about that sick bastard in France going around stabbing those babies. 
Like, I, that was just fucking... Sh- what type of sick fuck that gets... Uh, goes around stabbing babies in a public park? Now, I, didn't talk, I don't even think I did talk about that the other day, did I? I don't think I did. I think it was one of those things that I actually uh, was going to say for Tuesday's podcast, but I might as well talk about it now while I'm here. You know, this sick fuck went around in, in, in France, or I think it was France, with a knife stabbing babies... In their prams and people as well. And he was one of these mor- morons from one of them fucking crazy countries like Serbia or what was it, Afghanistan or something, or where the fuck he was from. He was illegal in the country as well. And then, for what I was reading more into it as well, apparently he wanted to come to the UK. Uh, don't think so. Like these, these, these people, these extremists are fucked up. I mean, that's just being brutally honest. They are messed up. They're just sick individuals. Like, stabbing babies. Who in the right mind would have... You know, people always say different things, you know. If someone kills a baby or someone kills a young child, their mind mustn't be in the right place. No, no, bullshit. They're killing a fucking innocent child. Like that guy the other day when I I seen that story break, I was like, holy good fuck. This guy is a sick person. And he, I, I seen Tommy video him on his phone when he was running around the park and he was bouncing around like he was all like, yeah, look at me, look at me. Uh, look at you. Um, no, you fucking sick, twisted son of a bitch. You need to be taken away and tortured beyond tortured and made to suffer for what you do. Like stabbing innocent babies and people. Which is wrong. But some of these extremists think it's funny and or, or they believe, have all these religious beliefs. No, it's a load of fucking shit. This guy needs to be tortured. Not put in jail. Tortured by people for what he does as crimes. It's I fit those people in the same categories of pedophiles. Like, say a pedophile, a pedophile should be fucking castrated, tortured, and, and made to suffer. Suffer before they're, they're, they're disposed of, should we say. Sick people, sick individuals who have, I don't know what type of mindset, whenever they're abusing a child physically or sexually or trying to murder a child or, you know, it's just absolutely freaking disgusting. And when I saw that story the other day, your mom running around and doing all that, I was like, are you actually for real? And it's like, and again, they're coming into this country as well, and they're doing it over here, and and then Northern Ireland, and then England, and wherever else they're coming in off these fucking boats. You know what I mean? And they're living up all these big five star hotels, and they're getting everything handed to them and all. And they're, here's the best thing: they're walking around in the best of clothes as well, and the best of gear, because there's one here, a hotel here, in where I live, the town I live in, and my, I've had a lot of stories about that place coming out, but we'll talk about that another day. But they're running around in the best of clothes and they're getting everything fucking handed to them on a silver platter. And at the minute, it's starting to fucking piss me off as a person. It's starting to make me worry as well for my children's safety as well in this town. But again, another story for another day. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm not trying to be that. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that have been going on in my town linked to that area where they're staying. And it's really concerning because there's been arrests and there's been people put away and it's just getting worrying. But anyway... When I saw that the other day with that guy going around stabbing them innocent children, so I seen that story break. I was like, that is one sick bastard. He needs to be punished. Not even just put behind bars. Just literally fucking, oh, don't even get me started on it. 
But when you see that there, it just, I don't know, you just wonder what goes through some people's fucking head at the time, don't you? Like, Anyway, well, again, in relation to that wee girl from Palomina, I mean, obviously, I send my condolences to that, wee, that girl's family. And again, these are the fellows who were part of this to do this to this young lady. And if it is that young lady's remains that they found, I hope they, they suffer and then them bastards go to jail for a long, long time. A long, 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 long time. And that wee girl was only 21. Innocent little girl of 21. No matter what. She's done to other people or whatever it is she's done in her life or she could be the most beautiful person in the world. She could be the worst person in the world, I don't know. But at the end of the day, nobody deserves to have that done to them. And at the end of the day, I hope those two men go to jail and they suffer for what they've done to that innocent girl. And, you know, I send my thoughts and concerns and prayers and whatnot to the family of that young lady. It's, it's just heartbreaking. It really, really is heartbreaking. Right, guys, I saw this wee story. This, I was just flicking here this morning as I made my coffee at about 10 to 6 this morning. I was sitting here this morning and I looked at this story and I'm thinking, this is actually from Northern Ireland, this story. And it's actually, it was like, what the actual fuck? I mean, we were talking about this on Thursday's podcast um, in relation to schools. You know, we're talking about the whole drag queen thing and all that nonsense, which a lot of you get back to me on over the weekend, which is just crazy absolutely crazy about you know drag queens coming in and, and that school in Leicestershire where the kids were trying to be forced to dress in drag but all the parents there was a thing coming up on the 16th of June all the parents come in and got it stopped which was great because at the end of the day it was fucking sick and twisted not that I have anything against people who want to dress as a woman or a man or whatever and want to be gay or whatever that doesn't bother me but 11 year old children that's fucked up but I, a lot of these get back to me about that which you know, I really do appreciate about that but another story popped up here this morning in Northern Ireland, saying sex education, some schools tell people's homosexuality is wrong. Okay, the story continues. Some schools in Northern Ireland are teaching pupils that homosexuality is wrong in, uh, in relationships and sex education. A Northern Ireland Human Rights Commission report says many schools use language that shames and uh, shames young people who have had sex with other people of the same gender saying it is wrong and they must not encourage it in any way, shape or form. The NIHRC investigated schools' policies on teaching this matter. Here's the thing, guys. You know, I've said this before on this podcast so many fucking times. I even get messages from gay people. You know, from, from lesbians, I get messages from people who want to be whatever they want to be. Listen, I, I've always said this. If you want to be gay, that's your decision. You want to you want to be a man and you, you have feelings towards another man, that's fine. We live in a world now where gays are accepted and there's gay marriage and all now as well compared to what there was like 40, 50 years ago where being gay was frowned upon and, you know, it, it was so wrong and all that. You know, at the end of the day, guys, I've said this before. If you want to be gay, be gay. You want to be a lesbian, that's your choice. You want to be bi, that's your choice. You want to do whatever you want to be, that's fine. But now, and it's coming into the schools now, where they're now telling kids that, for what I've been reading here this morning, that Camp Harney being gay is wrong, and you, you should not be gay. You know, when I talked about this before in the podcast last week, where, like, one of my daughter's best friends is gay, and... He's a bit flamboyant. He is obviously, you know, he's, he's fully gay and he's admitted to it and he's a good kid. 
and he never causes any bother. He's a good student at school. The teachers love him. You know, all the pupils love him because they think he's such a lovely kid. And at the end of the day, you know, he never causes any bother. He never rubs it in anybody's face saying, oh, yeah, look at me, I'm gay, ho, ho, ho. Look, stop everything now and pay attention to me. No, he's not like that. Yes, he is a wee bit flamboyant, like the way he dresses and the way he talks and all, but he's not one of these ones that goes around like saying, oh, my God, look, look at me, I'm gay. No, no, he's not like that. He's just He just says, accept me for who I am. And if you don't accept me for who I am, then I just move on with my life and I just move on to our people who will accept me. And that's great. But now you see all these different stories popping up in schools. And I hear in Northern Ireland too as well saying that now they're telling kids being gay is wrong. You know what I mean? When I went to school, guys, if you were gay, okay. When I went to school, it was the 80s and the early, 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 early 90s. Where, you know, if you were gay at school, you know, the, the bullies picked on you and beat you up and you know, called you all the different names under the sun. And, you know, it was very hard to be gay back then. Nowadays is completely different to the way the world is now. You know, people coming out as being gay. You know, it's it, it, people praise it now and say, okay, well, that's just the way you want to be. That's the way you are. It's fine. Unlike your Philip Schofield for toxic. That's another story. We talked about that before. <laughs> like Eamon Holmes said, where he came into his dressing room and threw himself on the ground and went, <laughs> I'm gay. And Eamon Holmes looked down and went, is that all? Oh, okay, you're gay. Fair enough. But why are you getting on like that? Yeah. <laughs> Go and watch that interview with Ian Holmes. It's fucking hilarious. Tells a few home truths as well. But now the, the, the schools in Northern Ireland are saying that apparently being gay is wrong. I... What do you say about that? You know what I mean? I, I actually had a conversation with my kids' school months ago where they were trying to like shove all that LGBTQ stuff down to people's throats and trying to be all this, they be, all that crap that was being fed out and all. And I spoke to someone at the school and went, look, listen, that's not for my kids. They don't want to be like that. They'll support it and they support gay people and all that. There are no issues with that. And for example, one of Burke's best friends is gay. Doesn't bother. But having to constantly shove it in their face and say, ah, this is a, no. <sighs> you talk about schools all day. So you could, but just reading that this morning saying that apparently in schools, neither telling you in Northern Ireland schools that being gay is not right, it's wrong. So it is. So, strange one. Let me hear what you parents out there think about it. I mean, there's people out there at the minute, like this is like, for example, kids nowadays are, are confused so much now with everything they see, like on the TV, the internet. Whatever they see in the play, I won't even say the playground anymore because there's no such thing as a playground because they all just use it as a hangout spot now. Um, you know, kids nowadays are confused about their sexuality and they're confused about this, about that, but everything that they're being taught and everything they're, they're seeing online. And, you know, I, I would hate to be a teenager in this generation because it'd be so confusing and so emotional and thinking to yourself, oh my God, what am I? Am I gay? Am I straight? What am I? You know, but it's 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 a strange world we live in now. Sometimes, you know. Okay, I do appreciate everything's all high advanced and technology's all way advanced and all there, which is great. But to be a teenager in twenty twenty three, I'm sure it's very very difficult. So it is. But to see the schools, you know, saying that that being gay is wrong, and if you're say you're a 
13 or 14 year old boy or girl and you're trying to figure out what your sexuality is you have feelings towards a your girl towards another girl or a guy towards another guy you know and your, your your teachers are constantly saying nope it's wrong you're not to do that nope 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 and you're afraid to come out and you're scared to come out and you're scared to sending because you're going to be judged or the teachers are not going to like you anymore or they're not going to it's just so confusing you know from from being a child in this generation it really really is um, just seen an RV story here this morning is popping up. It's going to break, obviously, probably in the news um, today. Here, let's have we look here and see. Yeah, an eleven-year-old British girl, eleven-year-old uh, girl from a British family, has been shot dead by a plane in her garden in France. There you go again, in France again, following a dispute between neighbours. The family were enjoying a barbecue on Saturday evening when the shooting happened in the village of I can't even pronounce that Saint Herbert. North of, is it Brittany, it says here. The girl's parents were also hurt, with the father suffering serious injuries. Another child killed. Which is just absolutely insane. I don't know. It's just, I've seen that there this morning. It's going to be breaking probably all of the main stories here, probably in the next hour or two. There's been a, a young girl, 11, killed in France again. Crazy. Moving on to the old positive front though, guys. What a weekend it's been of weather. Now, I've asked you the other day in the podcast about getting in contact with me about weather and stuff like that, what he's been up to, you know, this lovely, gorgeous, beautiful weather we're receiving here, in North, not just here in Northern Ireland, obviously the UK and wherever else you're listening to this podcast around the world. And a lot of you have been sending me photographs and pictures, sorry, photographs and pictures, photographs and links to TikTok videos and you know, tell me what you're up to. You know, a lot of you have been having barbecues and a lot of you have been having, you know, days at the beach. And unfortunately, some of you have been sending me photographs of you stuck in an office and, and you haven't had a chance to enjoy the sunshine. Um, at the weekend there on Saturday night, I actually got to finally enjoy a bit of sunshine. Well, Saturday evening-ish. Uh, I had mum and dad round for a wee, wee barbecue on Saturday night for the Champions League final. Um, so we'll talk about that in just a wee second, by the way. Get my thoughts on it as a Liverpool fan. <laughs> but yeah, no, mum and dad were around on Saturday night. We had a lovely wee barbecue. Uh, Brooke wasn't here, unfortunately. She was out with uh, lover boy, Paul, her boyfriend. Um, but yeah, we, we had a wee barbecue on Saturday night and we had a great time. But guys, yes, this weather at the minute is absolutely incredible. Now, here's the thing, and I was glad to see this on Saturday, on Saturday late Saturday night because it saved me home the water my garden on Sunday, I was, uh, everything was all tied up for the night and whatnot, I was on the phone with a friend and stuff, and the next minute I heard this big torrential roar, and I looked outside, and there was all this heavy rain, and it was great to see, because it broke up the weather, obviously after all the hot weather we've been receiving, and it watered my garden, saved me having to freaking do it <laughs> on Sunday, but uh, yeah, no guys, this lovely weather I've been receiving at the minute, and, and you know, I think it was yesterday, they were saying it was one of the hottest days of the year, here in Northern Ireland and obviously in the, in the mainland of England as well, the hot weather has been in, in, insane. Um, some other countries have you know received messages from people from different countries, and like I've had people who messaged me um, who were on holiday, and they were receiving rain, and they were seeing social media back home. Everybody, we were getting like 23, 24, some places in England, 27, 28, and they're like, oh my God, it's actually warmer back home than what it is abroad. <laughs> But uh, yes, guys, the weather has been awesome. 
and it's going to continue right through this week um, because apparently it's going to get even hotter this week. In some parts of this country, it could reach the possible 27 degrees, which is absolutely fucking insane. Um, unfortunately, today and tomorrow, I will not be seeing much of the sunshine, maybe in the evening time when I finish up my work for the day because I'm doing some extra, uh, serious changes around my home over the next sort of 24, 48 hours. Um, I've got some stuff coming, I've got new floors getting put down here in my uh, living room and my hallway uh, on Wednesday, so I've got all stuff to sort of tidy up and fix up and whatnot, and a couple of wee doors to paint and all the next day or so, and get a few wee things tidied up and stuff, so it's going to be a busy few days for me, but I'm hoping to enjoy it in some capacity, maybe in the evening time when I'm finished up for the day, maybe take myself off to the beach for a wee walk, but it's been great hearing from you. Um, in relation to the, the weather because the weather has been absolutely stunning and I've seen a lot of you out there like walking your doggies which I hope you've all been taking care of their, their paws and stuff walking on that hot ground I've seen you all at the beach I've seen you doing all different things like barbecues and seeing things on social media I was tagged in like hot people in their hot tubs having funny fun times with their family and it's been great to see absolutely great to see and thank you for all your messages over the last couple of days um, since the th- the Thursday podcast and just asking for things as well um, in relation to the YouTube channel as well um, you know put a video out the other day where surprised Lewis with some prime it's a lot of you been getting in touch with me about that um, but no it's been great to hear from you over the weekend guys and uh, I do appreciate it it means a lot to me obviously hearing from you but I'm going to go into some of your questions now in just a minute because I want to talk about Manchester City I know you're thinking football game off you. What the fuck are you talking about football again? Plus it's Man City, you're a Liverpool man. Well, here's the thing. Liverpool, as you all know, unless you've been living under a rock for the last, what, 48 hours or so, Saturday night, Manchester City finally won the Champions League. Welcome to the club, boys. Win five more and you may catch up with us. <laughs> um, yeah, Man City finally won the Champions League on Saturday night by defeating Inter Milan 1-0 in the final in Istanbul. Same stadium Liverpool won the final back in 2005, a night that I will never forget. Long time ago. I know. Anyway, yes, City won the Champions League by one goal to nil. It was an okay game. Second half was obviously a lot better than the first half. City were quite lucky towards the end. Inter Milan had some really great chances, especially that one save where the keeper made it, he was, made it with his knee. It kind of reminded me of the save that uh, Jersey Dudek made in the same net, in the same stadium. Back in 05, whenever, uh, was it Shevchenko missed that chance? It was like a double save, but I don't think he realised that he'd done that night. Um, same sort of save, but City hung on to win the game 1-0, and Man City are now the winners of the treble. I mean, we, we won the double last year, we could have won the quadruple last year, but we didn't, because um, we lost the Champions League final, and we also didn't win the Premier League either. Um, but, at the end of the day, you know, congratulations to Manchester City on winning the Champions League. Um, they've had a great season. Um, I was kind of hoping that Inter Milan would do as we do, we favour and spoil the party, but they didn't. They did. They did obviously try their best, but City managed to hang on, and they won the Champions League. So they are part of the uh, the treble club. I've actually seen a lot of Manchester United supporters, surprisingly enough, put up on social media saying, "Welcome to the club, the treble winners." Um. I remember a couple of years ago we won five trophies in a year, like the, the Premier League, the the F, uh, you know what else? Been the, the Champions League, the the Super Cup, the fucking oh, what else? Been the FIFA World Club Cup, 
won the FA Cup, the League Cup. Fuck me, we won that many trophies over a two-year period. Whatever, it was unbelievable. So it was. Um, couldn't believe that form we were going through at the time. But, yeah, but now Manchester City won the Champions League on Saturday night. Fair play to them. And, you know, you're probably never hear the fucking end of it for a normal time. But, look, listen, fair play to them. Any British club that wins a major European trophy is a big thing for the Premier League and obviously a big thing for... British football teams, which is like West Ham there last week as well. They won the, the Conference League, which was absolutely brilliant. Fair play to West Ham. I thought the funniest video of all from that final was David Moyles dancing to the, the proclaimers in the, in the dressing room. The guy's an absolute tit. And what he said in his aftermatch interview as well, where he said he was going to slide on his knees like a full Mourinho, but he said his knees were done and the pitch was too dry. <laughs> Fair play to him. You know what I mean? And... Again, people have asked me, you know, what's your thoughts on Man City winning the Champions League? Look, listen, if any British club wins the Champions League, apart from Manchester United, um, I'm only kidding, or if even Everton win it, but still probably never do, 1995, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'll go get slayed of flat now as well. No, listen, any British club that does well in Europe and gets the F- major European final and wins it, you know, fair play to them. And, you I mean, City destroyed Real Madrid in the semi-finals as well. Um, I unfortunately had to be the uh, the experience of being at Anfield last season when Real Madrid ripped us a new asshole in the second half against Real Madrid at Anfield um, in the Champions League. But listen, it, it's in our season over now and City are Champions Europe for now. I, I thought it was quite actually made me laugh whenever Pep Guardiola said after the match, you know, Real Madrid have 13 Champions Leagues, we only have one. Or sorry, the 14 Champions Leagues we have uh, won. We've got 13 more to catch up on you. Real Madrid, we're coming for you. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Unreal. But I mean, no, fair play to them. They won the Champions League, they're Champions of Europe. And at the end of the day, you know, anybody who wins a European trophy obviously must deserve it. So um, for anyone, any Manchester City supporters or anybody or supporters have contacted me over the last couple of days, then fair play to you because... Of, you know, obviously I've responded to some of you. And I did watch the final. Um, Dad was watching it with us and he was kind of like, look, listen, City deserve it. They've won it. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, we won it in 2019 and we deserved it. So it's just one of those things. That's what I love about the Champions League. It's just so unpredictable. Right, let's get into a couple of your questions here before I decide to head down the road until tomorrow's podcast because i got to get up and get ready here and get showered and changed and get this day of mine started because... I've got this work to do in my house today, which I'm going to be vlogging today in the progress as well. So I'm going to be lifting floors and sanding skirting boards and painting skirting boards and painting doors. and Oh, it's going to be fun. Loads of coffee will be required, by the way, for that. Loads of coffee. <laughs> anyway, let's get into some of your questions. Uh, let's go to the email first of all. Podcast at yahoo.com Let's have a look here and see. Right, I've one here from Steph, S-T-E-P-H, Steph Watson. That's her surname, Steph Watson. Hello, Steph Watson. How are you? Hey, Matthew, just came across your YouTube channel over the last 78 months. And I must say, after going back through some of your old videos, you look like a very good dad. Your kids seem to be very, very nice children, very respectful towards you as well. It's been great seeing some of the old videos to look at them then and look at them now. Can I ask you a question? Would you ever, ever consider either having more children or getting married again? I know your children are a bit grown up and I, 
But I, by the looks of things, you look like a good dad. Would you ever consider having any more children? Keep up the good work. Love listening to your podcast as well. Your honest views on the world as well. Keep up the good work, Steph. That's a very interesting question to start my Monday morning. Thanks for that, Steph. Appreciate it. <laughs> Ask me that question this afternoon when I'm more awake. <laughs> um, would I ever have any more children or would I ever get, well, even get married? Um... Well, everybody out there who knows I'm divorced, you know, which I didn't expect to happen at the time whenever I got married. Um, would I ever have any more children? Well, here's the thing. I'll tell you a true story. When I was in my mid-30s, when I was dating a girl at the time, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm still in my mid, sort of early mid-30s. Should I have another child? If it happens, it happens. Look, here's the bottom line. I love being a dad. And I've said this openly on YouTube. I've said it before in the public to people. There's nothing more I have the bigger privilege in the world to be a dad. One of my biggest privileges in this world right now is to be Brooklyn Lewis's daddy. You know, okay, at the moment they're going through this teenage stage where they kind of drive you mad sometimes, and especially Lewis, the moment where he's going through all his wee changes where he's 14 and his hormones are all changing and he's developing his own wee personality and all now, and it's, it can be challenged at times. But listen, I love being a dad, and I would never change it for anything in the world. If it came around that I ever had another child, you know, fair enough, would I have to do it again? Of course. You know, and at the end of the day, I've been on my own with Brooklyn Lewis for 10 years now, you know, and it's been tough at times. It really, really has. And But I want to go through all that again as a dad. Look, listen, being a dad's a privilege. And if, if, I'm being, if I ever get bestowed a privilege again of being a father again, then maybe if it ever happens again, then so be it. If it didn't happen, would it bother me? No, definitely not. At the end of the day, I still have Brooklyn Lewis. It's the way I look at it, you know what I mean? And like my last relationship, you know, we were never going to have any kids out of it because unfortunately it wouldn't have never happened anyway, but that's not the point of it all. But would I have lived with that? Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I already have my children, you know what I mean? But again, if I've ever to meet anybody and it ever happened and I ever ended up having children with someone else, then it would happen, it would happen. But if it doesn't happen, wouldn't bother me because I have the privilege of still having broken loose every single day and Burleson getting married again well, that's another story for another day um, if the right person came along um, yeah probably yeah definitely um, again there's nothing more of a privilege than being married to someone being committed to the one person being settled down with someone and having your, your partner your best friend you know, I've been there before, I've been married before, It's. It, I thought that was me set for life. Unfortunately, circumstances did change and it didn't happen anymore, which was obviously a hard pill to swallow. I mean, it was a hard pill to swallow, guys, and I'll be totally honest with you, it really, really was. It, it literally broke me in half my marriage when it ended, but again, I managed to get up and pick myself up and then get myself through it. But yes, Steph, to answer your question, I mean, maybe someday, I mean at the end of the day I'm 42 here next month and if I didn't have any more then at least I'll have broken loose and I'm happy so and I, I, I'm the absolute privilege of being their dad, I love it I love being a dad but I do miss them being small that's another thing too as well, I do miss them being small but then most parents say that when their kids all grow up and go, do you remember they were like 5 and 6 and yeah but I have all that privilege of looking back at all those years of videos on YouTube as well all those years of like Lewis being like seven and eight years of age and 
Brooke being a wee tote and still primary school and now look at her, she's nearly 18 and she's a woman. Makes me feel fucking old. <laughs> Steph, thanks for your message. I appreciate it. Um, hope you have a good day and uh, thanks for watching all the videos, etc. because I really do appreciate it. Right, let's get into our wee email here and let's have a wee read here and see. Right, I've got one here from, is it Roberto? Roberto, Roberto, yes, I'm reading that right. I am reading it right. Roberto. Roberto is from London. Hello, Roberto. Hi, are you? Thanks for emailing me. I do appreciate it. Hi, Matt. Just came across your podcast on TuneIn Radio by chance. Have been listening to your podcast for the last three to four weeks, and I must say, I do enjoy it. Your insight and your honesty really inspires me, and I really enjoy listening to your honest views on things going on in the world. There's a lot of people out there who do not want to speak their mind like yourself because they're scared of the cancel culture. Well, that's actually fucking quite true. But you don't seem to have any chains in your ankles or any restrictions because you just seem to call it as it is, which I really respect. Thank you for giving me so much entertainment over the last while, and I will certainly tell my friends and family about your podcast because you don't take any crap from anybody. <laughs> Brilliant. Take care of yourself and hope you have a good trip to London when you come at the end of the month. Roberto. Thank you very much for that. That's actually brightened up my day now. Yes, that's the thing about me. I, I For years, I had the chains on my ankles. But being on YouTube, couldn't speak, couldn't say my own opinion. And then whenever COVID was around as well, especially you couldn't say nothing because they would have shut you down. And I've said this for months. Until I, I sometimes addressed it now and again in the podcast until my friend Mark told me not to, which is a good point. By the way, hello, Mark. How are you? <laughs> um, obviously, you spoke out you're a conspiracy theorist and you've been shut down and all that. And I've ever since this podcast launched, I've had so many people come in and say, Oh, we don't agree with what you have to say. We don't like when you swear. We don't like when you do this. We Listen, at the end of the day, I'm me. I say what's on my mind. And if people don't like what I have to say, then do yourself a favour. Throttle on down the road. Switch off. Go and listen to someone else who you listen to on fucking BBC Radio 4 or something with your op opera music and all and your little, oh, good afternoon, welcome to BBC Radio 4. Aye. Look, listen, I love classical music more than anybody. I'm not knocking classical music. Whenever I've had a shitty day, I would listen to a bit of classical music and switch myself off in the world and chill out. A bit of old school, which is great. But again, Roberto, I, I don't... I call a spade a spade now. I don't care anymore. This restriction, that's why it's called Unleashed. I've even had local people contact me saying they're going to try and get me cancelled. They're going to do, do whatever you have to do. I couldn't give a flying monkeys anymore. That's why I call a spade a spade. But listen, thanks for your for your uh, your message. And yes, Lewis and I are off to London in a couple of weeks, and we're looking forward to it. And I can't wait to get away. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good to be at the O2 Arena in London to watch WWE on the Friday and Saturday night. Cannot wait to get there, and most importantly, see some of the sights of London. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> Thank you for your email. I appreciate it. I'll do one more email, and then I'll move on to the old uh, should we say dreaded social media. Social media sometimes can be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> right, let's get into one here. Right, I've got one here from Emma. Okay, I don't even see where Emma's from here. No, it doesn't say. Emma has said to me, Hello, Matthew, how are you doing? Just wanted to drop you a wee email today on for your podcast to say hello and let you know that myself and my partner love your podcast. Also, our friends, 
who we go out with once a week for dinner, love your podcast as well. We love your insights to all the things to do with politics and more. We totally agree with you when it comes to politicians, all the nonsense that they feed us on a regular basis. We decide not to watch news anymore since COVID because of all the lies and the BS that they fed us during that time. Just wanted to drop in and say hello to you. Hope you're having a good weekend off and we look forward to this week's podcasts. Now, from what I can see here on the top of the date, actually she sent me this email on Saturday. Yes, check the dates. Yep, Saturday. Uh, Keep up the good work. Look forward to Tuesdays and Thursdays listening to your podcast and also we enjoy watching some of your videos on YouTube as well. Take care, Emma. Well, there you go. There's a really nice one to brighten up my day. Um, yes, thank you very much for your email. Hello to your, your partner and obviously your friends as well. You go out once a week for couples. Aye, that's great. That's one thing I never had when I was married. I always wanted a, a partner who we had couple friends with to go out with for dinner and go to shows and Freddy tour around each other's house and have a good laugh and a joke and all. I never had all that when I was married. But that's another story for another day. But anyway, thanks for your email. I appreciate it. And I hope you've had a great weekend yourself. Right, let's get into the old Instagram here while we're looking here. I actually forgot to open my Instagram this morning. That's just so how early this morning it is here when I'm fucking talking to you. Right, let's have a look here and see. Right, a one here from John. Okay, John doesn't, doesn't say a surname here, like, but John says on Instagram, which it looks like he sent to me Friday. If you want to check the date here, John. John says, Hi Matthew, just wanted to drop a wee message in for your podcast next week if possible. And I hope this reaches you in good health. Yeah, I'm feeling alright. Just a bit tired this morning. Considering to start recording a podcast at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> just wanted to see uh, what's your view in for the Premier League next season. As a Liverpool fan myself, I don't think we'll do as well this season. Sorry, next season is what we did this season unless we sign more good quality players. Just wanted to see what your view on this here is, and also your view on our recent signing, McAllister from Brighton. Do you think he will flourish as a Liverpool player, or do you think he will be a flop? Take care, John. Okay. On our football question. I'll make it short and sweet, because a lot of people here don't listen to the podcast for football. So they don't. So, But I'm, I'll be short and sweet on it. I think McAllister will do okay. He's a, he's a Klopp-type player. I think we need to sign three or four more for next season to try and even compete with Man City or even go anywhere near them. Um, I think we may do a bit better next season because Klopp will have a point to go out next season and do better, which I hope he does. So don't fancy another fucking frustrating season. Um, I think McAllister will do okay. I think he'll be a good player once he gets his feet up and running. He's a World Cup winner at the end of the day. But again... Will he fit into the Liverpool system? I hope so. Because he's he, he can play in three or four different positions, which is great for us. So hopefully, he will be a absolute steal of £35 million, a bargain. So we'll just have to wait and see. But John, thanks for your message. I really do appreciate it. Right, I've one here from Nathan. Nathan says here, Hi Matthew, just wanted to ask you a quick question for the podcast this week. Okay, oh sugar, I've closed the, closed the app by mistake. <laughs> there he is, Nathan. Right, Nathan, have a look here and see. Nathan wants to know, I want to ask a question for next week for the podcast. He says, where are you planning on travelling to in your summer holidays this year? Are you going somewhere different or are you going somewhere that you always go to? I love the Blackpool vlogs that you've done over the last couple of years. 
especially the one when you first took Brooklyn Lewis to the top of Blackpool Tower, where Brooke lay on the, the floor, can't even read this, when she lay on the floor of glass, and her reaction was priceless. Are you heading back there this year, or were you heading for your summer holidays this year? Take her, Nathan. I can't even read this morning. I need more coffee. <laughs> Um, yes, we are off on our summer holidays this year. Um, we are going back to Blackpool for a while. Yes. Uh, yes, I remember that day. That vlog. Fuck me. That was a few years ago. What was that? About 2018? Maybe? Five, six years ago? The glass floor on the top of Blackpool Tower where you can walk over and look right down and stuff. Um, yeah, Brooke Lannan. That was priceless. I have a photograph of them too doing that as well. Um, yeah, that was a good day. And I actually would look back at that and go, oh my God, look how small Brook and Lewis are. You know, but yes, we're heading back there for a couple of days in the summer. Um, you know, we're going on a summer holiday with uh, a few others this year too as well. So there will be plenty of vlogs coming from our summer holiday this year, guys. So stay tuned for them. They'll be coming up very, very soon in the next month or so when we go away for our summer holiday this year. I cannot wait to get away this summer after the year we've had. But uh, yes, Nathan, thanks for your message. I really do appreciate it. As always, right, let's have a little look here and see. Right, one here from Sarah. Would you say Sarah or Sarah? Sarah? Sarah, Sarah? I don't know. Hi, Matthew. Just wanted to ask you for your opinion. Myself, personally, is a class as a big-boned type girl. I have spent the last few years during lockdown determined to try and get my weight off. As I was at home during the time of COVID with my uh, work itself, I determined to take myself out to try and lose weight. So I started walking three to five miles a day, eating food and more. I have lost approximately six stone of weight since COVID, but I'm still classed as a big bone girl. People on social media always seem to laugh at me because of my body shape and my body type, but I have now tried my best to try and lose this weight even further and try and improve my life. I have always been on my own and never had much luck with relationships due to my weight and obviously my appearance. As a woman, I've always wanted to be a mum, but unfortunately it's never came around. I am now approaching my mid-30s and very, very scared and upset that this will never happen due to my body shape and type. I've always tried my best to try and lose this weight. As I said to you before, I've lost a few stone, but hopefully one day I'll be able to lose very much more to try and impress people and try and get my life back on track. Do you have any advice for me as yourself being an ex-sports person on losing weight and how to improve yourself and also confidence issues as well? And also, could you give me some advice on how to create more confidence and how to speak to people better as well as I am quite shy too as well? I am trying my best and hopefully people will realise that. But again, it's all about my mental health and self-being as well. I feel very ashamed of myself getting so big, but I am also trying my best to lose all this weight as much as I can. And I'm just asking you today for some advice. I came across your YouTube channel during lockdown and absolutely adore your daughter. It's a bit disappointing I don't see her in the vlogs more as often, but again, she's a teenage girl and she probably doesn't want to be in it as much as what she used to be. But again, anytime I see your daughter, it always makes me smile. I love watching you and your son travel throughout the whole of the UK, especially on your recent videos when you were in Wigan, Chester and Liverpool. It really does inspire me to be a better person watching your videos and listening to your podcast every single week. Take care. I hope this reaches you in good form 
and I really do enjoy your content. Keep up the good work, Sarah. Oh my god. That's another one of those messages, guys, that knocks you for six. Wow. Sarah. Or Sarah. Or Sarah. I'm sure it's, it's Sarah. Oh my god, Sarah. Darling, you've lost all that weight already. You should be proud of yourself, darling. Like, seriously, seriously proud of yourself. Holy shit. How did you manage? Like, you said you're out walking all the time and things like that. But here, here's the thing. All I'm going to say to you is, right, do not worry what other people think about you. All you should care about is yourself, how you feel about yourself. And at the end of the day, who cares what other people think? Who actually gives a shit about what other people think about you? At the end of the day, what you've achieved in this last couple of years, losing all that weight so far, is incredible. You should be giving yourself a pat on the back. Holy shit. I, I, I'm trying to get weight off too at the minute. Wow, you should be giving me some tips. Like, fair play to you. Honestly, you should be really, really proud of yourself. And at the end of the day, you know, you've opened up to me here on this email. And, you know, at the end of the day, you probably wouldn't have even read this out on the podcast. And now it's out in the public. And people are probably listening to this right now and thinking to themselves, gee whiz, that girl's been incredible. Fair play to her. You know, and you say yourself in your email there as well, you're in your mid-30s and you want to be a mum and all one day. Look, listen, Mr. Wright will come along. They will. And at the end of the day, when, they, when that person comes along, they will accept you for you. Never try and people please as much. Even if people are treating you bad and like you said on social media there as well, people are laughing at you on social media. Fuck them. Cut them out and block them. Get rid of them. Negativity. Look, listen, Sarah. I used to get all the shit of the day on social media. Even before I went on YouTube, I used to get shit when I worked in local football. People were saying that I was, you know, the, the stuff that they said about me was horrendous. And then whenever I went on to YouTube, young local fucking numpties in the local area and people who were just jealous were making up the most disgusting rumours about me and all the crap of the day and all these lies and deceit and bullshit that I, all the crap that I went through stuff that I, I never even made public on YouTube and I used to really beat myself up about it to the point where I was severely depressed about it and then one day I just woke up and went you know something fuck them the haters are just jealous you should be proud of yourself for what you've done and at the end of the day you know, you're still on your on your journey to lose more weight and get yourself more more. And here, respect to you for even trying to attempt to make your life better, to make yourself more healthier. And at the end of the day, don't do it for them. Do it for you. You know, make yourself better for you. How you feel, what you want. If you have a goal in life, go for it. I tell people this all the time in the podcast. Like people have contacted me recently about even doing their own podcast and all too as well. Do it. Just go and do it. Just just don't listen to what other people think. And asking me for how to get more confidence. Listen, <clears throat> if you're passionate about something, and it, it, it makes you more confident about yourself, do it. No matter what it is, do it. Who cares what other people think? If it makes you happy, do it. Don't listen to the haters. And I'm telling you this now, coming from my experience, and there, yes, there is times where I get messages from people all the time and, 
you know, especially young ones, like 18, 19 year olds, 17 year olds and all night. I get it on Instagram all the time. I'm Matthew Moore's a big fucking nonce. Matthew Moore's a big fat bastard. Matthew Moore's fucking shit, mate. Your videos are crap. You're fake. You're a phony. People even go down the length of saying that I'm paying people to be actors in all my videos and I pay for scenes to be recorded and the amount of bullshit that I get and I just laugh at it now. I laugh at it. But you know something? Sarah, you've sent me that message today. You've opened up to me as a person and you've came to me asking for help. And you know something? If you were here right now, I'd give you a big massive hug and I'd tell you that I'm proud of you. I've never met you before. I don't even know who you are. But at the end of the day, I'm proud of you because, I mean, you've lost all that weight. You're doing well for yourself. You're you're determined to get yourself better, healthier. You know, you've got a goal in life to be a mum, which I hope happens, by the way. Because you seem like a lovely person. And any guy would be lucky to have you. But at the end of the day, you know, fuck the haters. And if you have confidence issues... Try your best to work on them. Try and make yourself a better person. I, I used to have loads of confidence issues. Even sp- even before I got married and met my ex-wife at the time, I couldn't even go up and speak to a girl. Hell, jeez whiz. My, my story of asking my, my ex-wife out for a date was I walked up to her stumbling the words and stammering with a bit of, wee small bit of paper behind the pen. All I could say to her was two words, phone number. And she looked at me and she went, what, what? And I went, can I have your phone number, please? And she says, Why? I said, so I can give you a call and maybe ask you out sometime. And she was like, okay. And I, I, I remember, like it was yesterday, my knees were trembling. I was shitting myself. But at the end of the day, I'd done it. And as years went by, and obviously I was involved in professional wrestling, where I used to go out and speak in front of massive crowds all the time, on microphones and cut promos and do interviews. And then I went into the world of football and all that there. Look, listen, that was my confidence booster. But if there's something out there that you're passionate about that makes your confidence better, then go and fucking do it. Don't listen to the haters. And listen, darling, fair play to you for what you've done and you've achieved. Keep going. Keep rocking. Keep doing whatever it is you do. Let me know how you're getting on. I'm actually going to save this email. is one of my favourites in, in my uh, Instagram. I'm actually going to keep it as a keepsake. And you keep in touch with me. And let me know how you're doing over the next few months. And Mr. Wright will come along. He will. As my grandmother always said to me, I think I've told this story before, when I was 14 years of age, when I used to go to my grandmother's house, every, every, I think it was every every other weekend, we used to go and I used to have a crush on a girl across the street. And I remember the day I actually had the balls to go over to her and start chatting to her and she broke my heart and told me where to go. And I sat in my grandmother's kitchen nearly crying. Don't know why I did like, but I was heartbroken at 14 because I was a very soft, affectionate wee boy back then. Um, compared to I where I shoot straight and don't take no shit. <laughs> um, my grandmother said to me one day, she goes, me son, Mrs. Wright will come along, whether you're in your, your teens, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, or whatever, you'll know when she comes along. And it's the same for girls meeting guys as well. So the person will come along and you'll end up having yeah, that one, one if you want. Just keep believing and it will happen. Let me know how your journey's going on, by the way. Keep me posted on that. I really do appreciate it. That's really brightened up my day now. So it has. That, that girl, actually, Sarah, contacted me and asked me that. So actually really... This, this is what I love about this podcast. I mean, I was talking to my friend, the guy I mentioned all the time on the podcast, Mark. He messaged me yesterday about Jeanette McCranky or Sturgeon getting arrested. And I said, like, yeah, Mark, I'm going to do a podcast tomorrow and stuff. And he was like, oh, great, can't wait. You know, I was sending him the amount of emails I get from different people. The likes of, of Sarah, you know, and, and people who contact me. Like a few weeks ago, I had a man contact me about his wife passing away. 
2016, and he was telling me about, you know, he watches me to get an inspiration to bring up his two kids alone. You know, I get all these different emails from different people from different walks of life, and I just read some of these messages, and I just, oh my goodness me. Wow. I really hope that girl Sarah really, like, like was it five, six stones she's lost? Holy shit, that's incredible. Does she want to come around here and teach me how to do it? <laughs> um, no fair play to her. Like, listen, I, guys, I get all these emails all the time, and I, I look at them emails sometimes, and it, it really does melt my heart. And I enjoy hearing from you every single day. I get messages from you. And I love it. I love hearing from you. I really, really do. And I just realized I'm recording over an hour here. Really. I need to get head down the road, guys, because i got to get this out this morning and i got to get ready to go and do my work to my house today. So I'm going to end the podcast now. Guys, thank you for listening to this special edition of the Moore Army Podcast. On Monday, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode as usual. Uh, God knows what we're going to be talking about tomorrow because things could change in the world of news and I don't know what the hell's going to be happening over the next 24, 48 hours. It's going to be crazy as always, but that is going to bring us to the end of this special edition of the Moon Army Podcast. So if you are listening to us on the following apps, which would be Apple Music, Spotify, add us to your favourites. Thank you for streaming us. If you listen to us on TuneIn Radio, again, add us to your favourites. Thank you for tuning in to us every week as always. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to drop a like on the video you're listening to this podcast all night. Please hit subscribe. I would appreciate it. Um, thank you for all your questions. I do appreciate it. Um, as always, you can contact us in the old email, Podcast at yahoo.com, and all the social media links as well. I do appreciate it, guys. Well, I'm going to go and uh, get started with the work today in my house, and let's see how old Jeanette McCranky gets on today. You know, it was a podcast that's done the other week, saying you know, when she retired or when she stepped away, it was like, ding dong, the bitch is gone. Well, by the end of the day, the SMP won her out. She may even have to resign. So you never know. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Right, guys. I'm going to go, it's now what, 7, nearly 7.30 in the morning, I'm going to go and get this podcast hopefully put together and get it up before lunchtime today and get this work done in my house, so stay tuned for the vlogs coming up over the next 24 hours or so because I'm going to be doing some vlogs and be renovating my living room, it's going to be fun, ripping up floors and painting and sanding and whatnot, it's going to be fun, the joys. Right, until tomorrow guys, I'll see you back here for another podcast, see you all soon, enjoy your Mondays, I'll see you tomorrow guys, thanks for listening.